Agutavach, this is Gmar and Irvin, Daf Nunalaf, although I'm sure when everyone will be listening to this, it might be actually also Agutavach, it might be Mati Yom Kippur, as this is Tuesday's Daf. Of course, all the learning for this week, the week of Yom Kippur, is sponsored as the Chosfu Shlem of Shibrop Falshim Yehuda Leib and Peral Chaya, as well as Brandel Chana, Bas Esther, we Davin at Heshev, a speed Rufu Shlema. Of course, all our other chaylim, Yudimir, Benikir, Menim, Benichem, Renachan, Yitachai, Mitzayr, Shomzim, Renachan, Yitachai, Mitzayr, Shomzim, Renachan, Yitachai, Mitzayr, 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 Yitachai, more people are getting sick. Let's hope that uh, we're on the way up, not on the way down. And let's just remind ourselves, like we started all the way back in the beginning of Shabbos, we said, or Chaim Kanievsky said, what greatest chus could it be to learn Shas together? That's what he said is the chus to prevent ourselves from getting sick from Corona. And let's hope that Amir Tzayshem and Davina that still holds true. So you pick it up from the bottom of Nun Amid Beis. Amar, two dots, two, uh, two lines on the bottom. Amar, Shri Salsay Bi Ikaroi, Mahalik Makam Raglov, Vaadi Karoi, Alpayim Amo, Meikar Lebeisai, Alpayim Amzo. So this was the case of the Mishnah that we said, if you say that Shvisasi should be Bi'ikaroi at the base of the tree, and it's 2,000 Amois away, then we said you can walk there 2,000 Amois, that's where your place of dwelling is going to be, and then you're going to get another 2,000 Amois to get to your house. So it comes out that you get 4,000 Amois. Moving on to an Alpha and Alpha, Amar Rava. Explains Rava, now, what is the case? Because again, let's remind yourself, and I'm sure people were bothered about the Gemara is about to discuss. It said it's getting dark. It says Rava, so when are you getting to the tree? It's getting dark. I'm standing over here. I see a tree. I say, I want my shvisa. I want my place of dwelling to be by that tree. So when are you going to the tree? So says Rava, says Rava, you know what the case is? If you ran, it's almost here. You run there, you're going to get there before Shabbos. That's what Rava says. Amle Abayi, Abayi is bothered. What are you talking about? The Mishnah says it's getting dark. It's getting dark. So how are you reaching the tree? It sounds like it's almost Shkia, which I'm sure is what we all thought. So why, Rav, are you teaching me the Chirat that if you run there, you can get it? Says Abaye Chashchal Abesai. I'm sorry, he explains the Gemara for answering Rav. Chashchal Abesai, Avlikar Shali Mati Azal. First there, so the Gemara is, you're right, it's getting dark. You can't go all the way home. You can't travel 4,000 Amis, but you can make it 2,000 Amis to get to the base of the tree. First there, to the Gemara, that's how Rav explains the Mishnah. So now, it's, we have to a little bit recalibrate. The Mishnah said it's getting dark. And if you say, I want my place of dwelling to be by the base of that tree, it's good. But let's remember, it has to be that you have enough time, says Rav, that if you ran, you could get there. Do you actually have to run? So the Mavar Shemir explained, no, you don't have to actually run there, but it has to be that you could potentially get there. And that's how Rashi, in the second line here, explains. The Gemara continues, Yikidiyamri, a second Teretz, what does it mean it's getting dark? If you walk slowly, but if you run, you'll make it a similar tarot. Not that, now it sounds like you can actually make it even all the way to the house, perhaps. The Gemara doesn't differentiate, but this tarot is, what does it mean it's getting dark? It's getting dark, and as much as if you walk normally, you're not going to reach there, but if you run, then you will. Says the Gemara five lines down, they're going in the road, that our place of dwelling should be under the tree, the date tree, the Savalachua, that literally means that it supports its brother, 
You see Rashi over here in the second wide narrow line. Rashi says Ilan Acher Hayinisvachalav. It just it's a figurative wording. It means it's the tree that there's another tree leaning on it. And some people explain you know which tree it was. Tuti Dikla the park named Mikarga. It was the tree, the fruit tree that they exempted them from tax. What does that mean? Rashi explains it had a lot, a lot of fruit, and therefore they have to pay up the taxes with it. But the point of the story is that Rabbi told Rabbi Yosef we're going to dwell by that tree. So Rabbi Yisra said, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know which tree you're talking about. So Amr Alei, so Rabbi responded, rely on me. I know which tree it is, that's enough. The Tanya we learned in the Raisa. Rabbi Yisra, this is sound familiar. One person knows where he wants to dwell. He recognizes the tree 2,000 armies away. And one does not. The one that does not recognize it, what should he do? He gives over his dwelling, gives over his rights to dwelling. So the one that does recognize that the one that recognizes it says, say new in the plural referring to both of us, by that tree. But says the Gemara, so first the Gemara said that's what Rabbi Yasi says. The Gemara now says, but really Vlohi, it wasn't really Rabbi Yasi. It wasn't really Rabbi Yasi. Ella, why do he quote Rabbi Yasi? It was a Mishnah, but why do he attribute it to Rabbi Yasi? Says the Gemara, because Rabbi wanted Rav Yasef to accept it from him. He shouldn't Rav Yasef in the Mukimai. Content that we've seen that Rav Yasef always has good explanations. And therefore, it wasn't really Rav Yasef. He just said it over in the name of Rav Yasef to convince Rav Yasef to listen to him, listen to Rabbi. Exactly how these Gemaras work. Whether he lied, he didn't lie. Okay, we'll leave that not for our discussion right now. But the point of the story is, the takeaway is that if there are two people and one recognizes, one does not. The one that does not recognize says the other guy, you're in charge. He says, okay, great. I recognize that tree. That's where we're dwelling. Everything is good. Says the Gemara, two dots, seven lines before the white lines. Non alpha amin alpha. So the Mishnah continued, let's say you don't recognize the tree, or you're not a bucky, you don't know where you are. Says the Gemara, what, said the Mishnah, what do you do? You get your Shnisa under where you are, in your place, and you get 2,000 Amis. Says the Gemara, honey, I love mama, the Tanya, like we learned in the Raisa. Meaning, where do we find this concept of 2,000 Amis? Meaning, we've been discussing this concept of Tchum for the longest of time. Where does it come from? So yesterday or two days ago, we spoke about the concept of Dalit Amais, where that comes from. Now the Gemara says, where does 2,000 Amais come from? A fundamental Gemara. Says the Gemara, the time you learned to the Raisa. That's sound familiar? That was two days ago. We said, underneath you, that's the Dalit Amais. Let's remind ourselves a quick Chazara. We said, when the average person lies down, he's three Amais. Then we had a Machlaikas. Is it when you stretch out your hand, or is it when you take from your hand and you put it to your feet? That's the extra additional Amma. The pasta continues, person should not leave mimikoimai, important word from his place. Elu these are two thousand amis. Says how do you know that when it says don't leave from your makim, that means two thousand amis? Amar Lamanu, the following very long winded Joshua. We're gonna have to see a long rashi on this, but let's first see what the Gemara says. Again, so let's just at least, uh, we have to know the framework over here. The first passage was, A person is not allowed to leave his makim. What we're trying to do right now is prove that the word makim is going to mean 2,000 amas. Says the Gemara, says Rav Chista, the word makim, we learn from the word makim. 
From the word traveling, meaning there's going to be a different basic that says the word makayim in conjunction to the word nisa. Venisa mi nisa, venisa mi Okay, so so far, what do we got? We got makayim, nisa, gvol. So now we know that the word makayim, you're not allowed to leave your place, is going to refer to you're not allowed to leave your gvol, your boundary. Okay, ugvol mi gvol, ugvol mi chutz. And what does the word gvol mean? It means chutz, outside. V'chutz mi chutz. Tachsev, what's the final pasuk? Umidaisa mi chutz. Umadaisim, I'm sorry. Mi chutz la'ir, es pa'as kedma alafim ba'ama. Alpayim ba'ama, I should say. V'goymer. And that is how we know the meaning. So let's get the first pasuk and the final pasuk. How we got the jump, we'll see Rashi in a moment. The first pasuk is, al yitzi ish mime koimai. From your place. The final Pasuk is that somehow the word Makim morphs into the word Chutz. And the Pasuk says, you know, the leaf 2000 Amis Chutz. So now that we know that the word Chutz is derived from the word Makim, now we know it means 2000 Amis. Now how did you get from Makim to Chutz? So the Gemara said, Makim, Nisa, Gvol, Chutz. Let's see Rashi, a little bit of a long Rashi, but the important part of the Rashi is really just all the Psukim Rashi over here, Makim, Rashi says, It says Makim, but the Pasik doesn't say Nisa, it travels. It says, you're not allowed to leave your Makim. If it would have said very simply, you're not allowed to leave Chutz, then it would have been very simple. It doesn't say that. It just says, you're not allowed to leave your Makim. We have to figure out what does the word Makim mean. It doesn't say Nisa. Says Rashi, She so learned it from a different Pasik, Shanem by Makim, Vinisa. Says those two words together. Kigoin. I'll get the issue. Me me koimai. First, you cannot leave his place. Donin me visanti lacham makim asher yana shama. We give you a place that you flee there. So now we see that the word makim is used in the word conjunction to the word yanas. Malhalin ksevnisa asher yanas. Af mikrad al yetsi ishme me koimai. Mar bibe nisa. So then we make it as if the word nisa was said in the passing of the word makim. Vali kamandich sebe nisa. Now we have the word Nisa travels may Nisa. Vinisa make vote from your boundary. Kaloimar says Rashi. This travels says the word Nisa. Now we know the word Nisa is like the word Makim. Then it says the word Gvol, boundary. Here's the very important words in Rashi. So now we know when the Pasik says Makim, it's as if it says Gvol. Makim Nisa Gvol. One Pasik says Gvol, boundary and Chutz. Different Pasik just says Gvol, just says Chutz. Shenemar, Matai say Goyal Adam, Chutz like Gvol, Marbin and Chutz make Zir Shava, like Gvol, Dalyeti Ishmim Kaimai, the other done in I Chutz me Chutz, if you don't send me Chutz here. So that is all the different steps as we get there. And the first Y line in Alpha Mouth teaches us, I'm sorry, let's read it correctly. You're going to measure how much? 2,000 Amish. So how do we get there? Again, one last time. Shabbos, you not to leave your makim. What is the word makim? What does the word place mean? The word place means nisa from your travels, which means mikvul from your boundary, which means chutz, which means outside. And the word chutz means 2,000 Amish. Says the Gemara, wonderful. Now we know you can't leave your tchum 2,000 Amish. Says the Gemara, one second. First white line. V'neilav mekir ha'ir v'chutza elef it says a different Basak, the word Chutz, and it says Elif Amma, a thousand Amis. How do you know it's two thousand Amis? It says the Gemara, Dun Chutz, Me Chutz, Vein Dun Chutz, Me Chutza. 
The word chutz is similar to the word mechutz and not chutzah. That's your hey. Says the Gemara, my nafgamina. What's the difference? Chutz, chutzah. Says the Gemara, haitan is very small. Kesheva kain uba kain. The difference is Yerushava that we learned that the word shave and ba is similar. Zui sheyava, zui biya. Honey, mealy. So basically, the Gemara's question is: We see that the word v'shev and uba, shiva and bia, we're learning that they're the same thing. So the Gemara wants to know. I don't understand. So why chutz and chutza? How do you know it goes to the word pasuk of chutz? Maybe it goes to the pasuk of chutza, which would only mean a thousand amis. Is a tremendous question. This is the difference of being allowed to leave a thousand amis, something like I don't know, two thousand feet, and two thousand amis, four thousand feet. It's a mile to half a mile. About says the Gemara, honey, mealy. When do we say when it comes to Tzeras? That's when there's nothing else to learn from. So we'll go with something that's similar. If we have something better, we'll go with what's better. So by us, the word Chutz is more, and Meichutz is better than Chutza. And that's what we'll learn now from. That is the Makar for 2000 Amis. Everyone needs to know, how do we know Tchum is 2000 Amis? Nanalf, Amanalf. Says the Gemara Al Yeti Ishmi Makaimai, says the Gemara Madesi Michot Sayer Espeas Kinma Al Payim Ama. We have Chuta, Gvul, Nisa, Makaim. Now we know you can't leave more than 2,000 Amas in Shabbos. Says the Gemara Alafim Ama, Al Payim Ama Gulay. Circle, circle Amas. And the Mishnah taught us, let's remind ourselves. But the other man held square. How much more is the square than the circle for all those geometry, geometry people out there? We said 800 Amas. Says the Gemara, Vachlina ben Ekdin is Manavshach. He is Exeir Shava. He is Ksivan. It says corners. He less Exeir Shava. Ama Minoli. How does he know Ama? Says the Gemara, Leila, Misli Exeir Shava. Really learns Exeir Shava. How does he know a circle? Shani Acha, Damar Kraz, Ayy Elohem, Migarshi Yoir. That's when we give the corner. That's when we give the extra squaring off of the 2,000. But with regard to our pasuk of Shei Shabbos, the dwelling of Shabbos, the Tzchom of Shabbos, we don't give the corners. That is how Rechelina Ben Antignus learned that's only a circle of 2,000 Amos. The Rabbanan, the Rabbanan who argued that said it's a square. Tani Rav Chanan Yoimer Kazeh Yekol Shavzei Shabbos. The actual word Kazeh comes to include it. Amar Rav Achav Rayakov Hamaver Dalarams is just a rabbim. It's a tremendous chiddush. I don't want to say it's a chiddush, just a chiddush, because we didn't know this. How many countless gemaras do we learn in gemara and Shabbos? And the gemara here been so far, and we always learned how far do you have to walk on Shabbos to be chayim daladamis. Says the gemara today comes from Rabbi Yankov based on our mishnah. Says daladamis. How are you measuring the daladamis? Not in a circle, in a square. So how much more is it going to be? One in two fifths bigger, as Rashi says. So it's not going to be four amos. It's going to be five point two amos. Because basically, if it's a circle, then it's you just go to the the radius diameter radius of four. But if it's a square, you get that extra corner. You get that extra little bit. It's going to be extra one point two, and therefore. Good trivia question. Everyone says, "Oh, what are you chayiv for carrying Shabbos Daladamis?" It's not really so true, says the Gemara. Really, Daladamis ve'al lachsain and the diagonal, which means five point two amos. Amar Abba, Badiklan Rabba, Rabba checked it out. Amod versus Ram Gavayin Rochav Dalid Sarachin ve'al lachsain. Oylei. What about all the now the Gemara is like, "Whoa, what's you're blowing my mind?" What about all other cases? What about when we have a pole? That's a pole, or any of the cases that we have that is ten tall and four wide. But that four wide didn't mean four. It didn't mean four and the diagonal, meaning five point two. We said in the Lava, I know the Rav Chananiyah, the Tanner of Chananiyah, Oimer, because they call Shavzi Shabbos, that was, it's going to be 5.2. And that is what's going to come out of our Gemara. A massive, again, I don't want to call it a massive Chiddush, it's just a Chiddush because we didn't know this, that what's going to be, it's going to be with the additional 
uh, diagonal, the initial little bit of a square, which is going to be, if you see, if you want to look into Rashi, Rashi, five lines to the bottom over here, says, and eight fifths, which is one and three fifths, for those who are good at math, I think I might have said one and two fifths before, and that is the end of that Gemara. So again, until you also carry the diagonal. Says the Gemara, says the two dots, two lines in the bottom, the Nalf of Nalf. Zehu Shaamru Ani Marav Raglov Am Rameir in Anuin Lanu and Allah Ani. So the Machlokes in the Mishnah Rameir and Rav Yehuda. When do we say this thing that you're allowed to be kind of the Shvisa that you're allowed to create your Tchum all the way out two thousand Amos away without going there? Is it only by an Ani like Rameir said? Says Rav Yehuda, no. <coughs> both an Ani and an Ashir, both of them are allowed to create an air without being here. And the Mishnah concluded, we only said to make an air vipas lahakil. Now let's just remind yourself. There were two statements in the Mishnah. Zui Sha'amru Anim Arab Baraglov. That's how the Mishnah began. This is what it means that Ani makes an air Biraglov. Then the Mishnah brought down Machlegs Ramein Rabbi Yehuda. And then the Mishnah concluded, Veloy Amru Mavribas Elah Lahakel. Which again sounds a little bit like the Mishnah is doubling itself up. What exactly is going on over here? Satsi the Gemara. Just because it's slightly complicated, not that complicated, slightly complicated. Let's just give a little quick overview. Basically, what's going to happen over here is we're going to have a machlikes, Rav Nachman and Rav Chista. What case were Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda arguing? Again, Rav Meir said that when do we say you can be kind of an Arab without being there is only by an Ani. Rav Yehuda says both an Ani and an Asher. Where were they arguing? That is the machlikes. Rav Nachman and Rav Chista. Because there were two parts of the Mishnah, the beginning of the Mishnah. Were they arguing when you said, I want my Erev to be B'makim Ploini, all the way out over there? Or were they arguing when they said, I want the Erev to be B'makimi, in my place right now? Where was the Machlaikas? Let's see the Gemara. Last line. What's the Machlaikas? You want the Erev to be Chal, right over here. But you got no bread. The ikr of an Erev is to do with food, do with bread. Ani, when it comes to an Ani, which we said many times, doesn't necessarily mean a poor person. It means someone who's traveling, doesn't have any bread with him, doesn't have any food with him. Ani, who they kill That is when someone is making, as you see in the top rashi over here, Hababa Derek, someone who's going in the road. Abul Ashir, but a wealthy person, meaning someone at home, someone who has food like, you're not allowed to do that. Meaning, the only time you can make an Erev, with the Mikaimi is when you're out on the road. Only an Ani. Rabbi Yehuda Sabar. What does Rabbi Yehuda say? No. Ikavir Beraglel. What is Ikar Air with your feet? A fundamental machlaikis Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda according to Rabbi Nachmin. Whether the Ikar creation of an Air of Techumim is with your feet, says Rabbi Yehuda. With bread, says Rameir. Therefore, says Rabbi Yehuda, says the is with your feet. Echadani Bechadashir. Anyone can make an Air of Bimakaimi where they are right now by standing there, because that's the Ikar. Aval, but according to Rabbi Nachmin, employee, if you want to make an Air of out over there, different Akal, no one's going to argue in that case. Ani in, Ashir, Loi. Everyone is going to agree that it's only going to be an Ani and not going to be an Ashir. What is the reason? Vizui Sha'amru, I'm sorry, what is the reason? Believe there is a Rashi over here. Rashi says, uh, I can't find the Rashi, but basically the reason here is, the reason why it's only going to work for an Ani is because when you say, you're doing it, you're doing it with your mouth. 
There is an Rashi, I just can't find it right now. You're doing it with your mouth. I think it's Rashi in a little bit, as we'll see in a moment. Again, there's two ways of doing it. Bimakaymi means I'm standing right here. I'm doing it with my feet. Then there's doing it with bread. And then there's I want to make it here. Bimakaymi, over there. That's with Deber. So according to Ramnachman, everyone agrees that to do it with Deber is only going to work for an unisone who doesn't have any bread with him. But now the Gemara explains the two statements of the Mishnah. Bazui Shamru, when the Mishnah said that the Zui Shamru, Animari Viraglov, Man Katani Lohu said that Rameir. That was our mayor who said that it's only talking about an ani. In what case is it going on? First, it doesn't know where you are. Doesn't know the halacha. Then he's allowed to do it with his feet. Then when the Mishnah said, When the Mishnah continued, and I think this is more of a, I don't say the Pashib shot, but I think when we read the Mishnah, some more people thought that when the Mishnah said that that the whole creation of the air was a kula, which again, I think that was when you just read the Mishnah without thinking, that's what you assume, that that's Rabbi Yehuda. Like Rabbi Yehuda said, that the whole creation of an Arab was, to use our bread, was a kula. And that's why Rabbi Yehuda said, really ostensibly, ostensibly, I'm not sure if I said it right, both a ani and a nashir can make a baraglov. That is Rav Nachman. Rav Chista, let's read Rav Chista, and then we'll say it outside. Comes like Rav Chista, and he says, Machlaik is Machamblaini, the exact opposite. What are they arguing? The whole Machlaik is Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda is whether you can make an air of Bidibor, when I'm standing here and I want to make an air out over there, I want to make it Bidibor, that is the Machlaikas, the Rameyer Savar, comes like Rameyer, and Rameyer says, Ani, Ein Asher Loi, only by Nani, only someone on the road, Rav Yudas Savar, Echad Ani, Vechad Asher, Avol Bimekai Mi, but if I'm standing here right now, and I want to make an air of with my feet right now, different Echol Echad Ani, Vechad Asher, why? Because according to Rabbi Chista, this is not a debatable point. Everyone agrees that Iker is to make an air with your feet to be there. Now, let's explain the Mishnah. V'zuhi sh'amru, and the Mishnah said this, what they said, that an animari v'raglov, zuhi sh'amru, manikotani l'arameir. That's again the same narameir of ahokai ha'misha b'aybederev chashkav l'aymer ma'arvim b'pas. I'm sorry, Amisha Baba Darabul Khashkar. Someone who's going in the road and it's getting dark. So says Rameir that an Ani is allowed to make an Arab out there. Bidibur, that's the Chiddush. When the Mishnah says, V'loy Amru Ma'arvin Bipas Allah Hakel, Man Katani Lo, who says that? Divriyakol, that comes out to be everyone. That is the Machlaikas, Rav Nachman and Rav Chista. Let's begin out one more time. According to Rav Nachman, the Machlaikas, Rav Meir and Rav Yuda, is a fundamental Machlaikas, whether Ikir of Beregel, or whether the main Arab is with bread. That is how Rav Nachman learns. Rav Chista learns, no, the Machlaikas, Rav Nachman, Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda is, whether you can make an air of bedibur, that is what's going on over here. So let's speak it out. According to Rav Chista, Machlik is, can I make a bedibur? Can I make an air out of Machlik? Can I make an air out over there? Says our mayor, only an ani. Says Rav Yehuda, anyone. According to Rav Na- but everyone agrees, according to Rav Chista, the second opinion, everyone agrees that the Iker air is beregel. That's not a debatable point. The only thing they're debating is, can you do a bedibur? Can you say it out there? According to Rav Nachman, the first opinion, what was the Machlikis in the Mishnah? The Machlikis was, not whether you could do Bedibur. Everyone agrees you could do Bedibur. The Machlaikas was, everyone agrees, I'm sorry to say that better, everyone agrees that an Ani could do Bedibur. That was the second statement of the Mishnah. According to Rav Nachman, what is the Machlaikas? Whether the Ikra of an Arab is Beregel, that is the opinion of Rav Meir, or that is the opinion of Rav Yudha. You see, I'm looking down, I wrote this down, and we'll write it down for themselves. And according to Rav Meir, the Ikra of is Bepas, and that is usually according to Rav Meir, says Rav Nachman, that it's only with an Ani, According to Rabbi Yehuda, 
that it's both an Ani and an Asher. So again, if you want to just, in a, in a snapshot, what's the Machlekes? Before we see the Gemara, it's going to say, Tani, we're going to bring rise either way. The Machlekes in the, the, the Machlekes, I'm sorry, between Rav Nachman and Rav Chista is, Rav Chista says they argue whether you can make a Bedibor, Rav Nachman says they argue whether Iker is Beregel or Bipas. Says the Gemara, Tanya Kavasi to Rav Nachman, let's bring a riot to Rav Nachman. That was the first opinion that the Machlekes, Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda was whether Iker is Beregel or Bipas. They both can make an air with bread. And an usher does not have to go outside of the tzchom. And rather, he's allowed to say, Shvisa see, that the Shvisa, my ear of Shvira, my feet are. What's the reason? When do they say that you can make an air with your feet if someone who's on the road? And it got dark. If you're a mayor. This is our mayor. Again, what's our mayor teaching us? That again, that an ashir is not allowed to make an air of birego. This is the opinion of Rameir, just like Ramnach. That an Ani is only going to be allowed the one to make the air of birego. Why? Because Iker air of Bipas. Rav Yehuda, sorry about that. Rav Yehuda comes along and he argues. Rav Yehuda, Aimer, Echad Ani, Vechad Ashir, Marvin Berego. They're both allowed to. We know why, because of Yehuda holds according to Ranachman, that the whole creation of bread was the Kula. But everyone agrees you can do Berego. That is the Iker of the Erev, according to Yehuda. The Iker is Berego. And now this is again Rabbi Yehuda speaking in the words of Rabbi Nachman. And it's really a price, but it mimics Rabbi Nachman. That was a special kula that they allowed a Balabais to send it, a wealthy person to send it with his servant, with his son, with his, with his, uh, messenger. That is a special kula that they allowed for a Balabais, for really anyone. Could do it. Amr Rav Yehuda, the price that continues, Maisa Banshe Bismamu, Banshe Bishkurian, wonderful names of places, by Arayma, in a place called Arayma, Shei Machalkin, Gregorius, Vitsimukim, Laniyim, they were giving out, uh, different foods, different, uh, raisins and stuff, to the poor people, Bishnei Baserius, the years of the famine, Uban Aniyik Far Shechin, and Aniyim from Shechin were coming, Aniyik Far Chanani, from Chanania, and, but it was very far away, so how did they get there? They slept by the Tchom. The next morning, they got up, and they came. See, so what do we see? We see, says Rabbi Yehuda, that they slept at the border, and then they came. So everyone's wondering, but they're Aniyim. Ah, no, no, they're not. So Rashi speaks out the secret. They're not Aniyim. It's good they were going to collect money. It's good they were going to take Tzedakah. But Rashi points out over here, that they obviously had some bread in their house. We're not talking about people who don't have an amount of food for two meals. And yet, what did the Brisa say? What did Rabbi Yudha say? They're allowed to go and they're allowed to stay by the Tzchom. Clearly, like the opinion of Rabbi Yudha, the name of Rabbi Nachman, that both an Ani and an Asher is allowed to make an Erev, be regal. Omar, and that is the riot to Rabbi Yehuda. Amr Ravashi, Ravashi comes along and he says, another reason, our Mishnah is precise, Tani, this is going to be the next Mishnah, tomorrow's daft, that if someone, someone who wants to leave, someone who wants to go 4,000 Amos away, meaning, and he plans on making an era of smack in the middle of the 2,000 Amos mark, and his friend tell him, don't go, it's too hot, it's too rainy, don't go. What are the Mishnahs that are going to teach us tomorrow? He's still allowed to go. Why is he allowed to go? Because he intended to go there. He's, this is equivalent basically to saying Eravimaka and Pliny. That was his intent. He just didn't make it there. So he is still allowed to go. But everyone else is not. 
And we ponder, this is Mahamish going to be tomorrow's now. We get a nice uh, preview right now. Why is it that he who wanted to go tomorrow, he's allowed to go? But everyone else in the city, they're not allowed to go. Vamar Ravuna, and Ravuna's gonna explain. That guy has two houses. And there's 4,000 amas between them. He himself, since he went on the road, he's an ani right now. And everyone else is a sheer ninu. Everyone else are wealthy people. They're home. Alma, what do we see? This is Rav Ashi's Raya, that any time that someone says, this is the next level, let's not get confused. This is not the previous case that we were talking about, that someone, this is not the case that the Aniyam were sleeping at the border, they wanted to make an air of me by their feet. This is a place they want to make an air of the further away place. There, it was only an Aniyam and Ashir that fits as well with Rav Nachman, the first way that he, the Gemara explained, the Machlech is between Rameir and Rav Yehuda. And we'll just conclude, don't just say what you just said about the Nani Conclude that is Allah that Allah is like Rav Yehuda about the Nani, about the Nasher. Be allowed to make an Arab. Be make me. Pick it up here tomorrow.